millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We had a very happy Liverpool fan in the studio, didn't we? Yeah, he was thrilled, wasn't he? Alfie Brown, comedian, um, and, uh, yep, he was on good form. A Liverpool pub in London, he tells us. Yeah, a couple. Paul. He said there's amazing, a couple of Liverpool amazing. pubs in, in London. Top tips. Um, we also spoke to a man called Simon Marsh. Uh, he is involved in a club that were part of a record-breaking penalty shootout. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, he was on good form, and we delved into the FA Vars. Yeah, we very non-league. That's your league today, but I'm to bring it, dragging it down. I'm yeah, and uh, never mind all the glamourable football. Stuart Pearce would say we went non-league, <laughs> and we looked at a football match between British Airways and Gatwick, and it went in the Vars sort of as uh, as you'd expect. Yeah, Paul, yeah, a lot of cheap gags, uh, as you can imagine. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Uh, a lovely weekend. Only takes one player, doesn't it? Only takes one player. Talk United. Been struggling. Not struggling, yeah. but up and up and down start, Paul. Yes. It's all been a little bit doomy. Got knocked out of the cup midweek and that sort of stuff. So you needed someone to step up. A loney, an 18-year-old Irishman turns up wow. at Talk United. As your saviour. Big guy. Put in some sort of performance on Saturday, Paul. Absolutely brilliant. Where's well, he on loan from? On, on loan from QPR. Oh, OK. Wow. Highly, highly, highly rated. Well, we'll um, talk to Mark Burcham about that yeah, later on, yeah. yeah. But you don't... It's one of those ones when you're a lower league club and you've got someone on loan, you don't want anyone to know. <laughs> you right. don't even want QPR to know he's done well. <laughs> they do know he's no, on no, loan no, with I, you. I know, but... I, I, he falls through the paperwork. All we want to tell him is it's been a terrible mistake. He needs to stay with us at least till the end of the season yeah. to continue his development. But yeah. yeah, a great start, really. We beat one, beat Kingsland 2-0, so uh, very exciting. So you, you were pleased about that. Yeah, but uh, also a kick in the teeth for me this weekend, uh, football-wise, because, you know, I play my son at FIFA quite a lot. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, he's getting progressively better at it. And when you're 14... You're not. When you're 14, 15, you just have better twitch muscles, Why do you Paul? think it's a young person's... You think it's, it's twitch, the twitch muscles. They're better yeah. at it. Yeah, 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 their yeah, eyes yeah. work better, their fingers work better, everything works quicker, doesn't mm. it? You know, so he's got a lot. So we will only play me now if, if uh, he's... Only allowed to score headers or volleys. Oh, that's a bit it's embarrassing. embarrassing that's it? a bit, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Embarrassing, Paul. Maybe there is something in asking the listeners about concessions that have been. Maybe yes. they didn't necessarily ask for them. <laughs> yes, like, you know, I'll, we'll come play five aside with us. But you know, it's that thing of everybody else is too touch, but you can touch it as many times as you like. When have you, you felt like. patronised? Yeah. <laughs> 
sporting, <laughs> if you're sportingly patronised, maybe you yes. want to tell us. And maybe it backfired on those that, that did yeah. that to you. So let us know. Was poor old Charlie. And yeah. are you still losing on the headers and, oh, headers and volleys basis? He thrashes me. I mean, I've, I've played that game my whole life since I was a student. Mm. It's still just absolute... I'm getting worse, Paul. Just getting worse and worse. And, worse. and I'm allowed to have, like, the top-level team. So my team is, like, Rude Hullet. Kenny Dalglish, right. Van der Sar so you in goal. Put, you put like a like, all-stars, really, the Charlie I, Baker all-stars. And I make him players like Oxford United or something, and he still just thrashes me at it. <laughs> just rubbish, Paul. Just rubbish at it. And so do you get those cutaways of Kenny or, or Rude Hullet with their head in their hands or, or arguing <laughs> yeah, with Edwin yeah, yeah. Van der Sar? About, yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, Pass saying the things ball. like, he can only do Edison volleys and he's still stuffing us. <laughs> Let us know yeah. this afternoon, talksport.com. When were you patronising? Yeah, yeah patronising a sporting context, 8 to 89. You can tweet to TSH and J. Now, uh, earlier on, I, I was, something was on the TV, and the name Beyonce Knowles, as she's known. Oh, yeah. Uh, her name popped up. Both names. Yeah, both <laughs> names popped up. And it just struck me that, I don't know where this kind of thought process suddenly kicked in. But it's uh, Nolsey. Uh, the late great Cyril Knowles, of course, played at my oh, yeah. club when I was a, when I was a lad. Talking and I often said the idea: Would anybody call Beyonce Nolsey? And the only context <laughs> I could think of was if her manager was asked yeah. after after concerts, after gigs. Yeah to go out and speak to the press. <laughs> so someone would be set up backstage afterwards yeah. and they've got the, like, the boards of all the sponsors on it, you know, they'd have sort of tag and all the expensive Ferrari yeah. on the board behind. And so somebody in the kind of bench coat broadcast that goes up and Beyonce's manager is there. Yeah. It's saying, uh, well, Tony, what about tonight? Oh, she... Nolsey was terrific. I mean, what can I, what can I say? Yeah, a couple of missteps during single ladies, but you know, and she'll be disappointed. She'll be disappointed. I don't think with she that. was quite ready for the jelly. Yeah, she'll be, you know. she'll be disappointed with that. Uh, beautiful eye. I was very pleased with that. You know, it was great to see Shaq's come on Shakira just uh, for five minutes. Just yeah. a little five-minute cameo during. Yeah. So I just, and then I thought the last five minutes were just crazy. So she crazy be, in love, crazy really, in really love. Just, So she'd be Nolsey. That's Nolsey, yeah, and lovely. like Mariah Carey, she'd yeah. be in sporting for that cares, cares. Probably you know cares put a shift in. Yeah, cares. Round Christmas, you can really guarantee yeah. near Christmas tremendous. cares will do it for what you. What a tremendous gig she. <laughs> yeah, so, and then, and then I, I thought, well, like Her Majesty the Queen. Mm. I mean, again, and she's not a diva, of course, but I mean, she'd be wins, wouldn't yeah, she? Lovely as Elizabeth Windsor, she'd yeah. be wins. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know quite where this takes us, but I just wondered <laughs> if if people that shouldn't really have nicknames like that yeah. were given sporting nicknames, uh, what would they be? And yeah, um, let nice. us know this afternoon. Could be divas. I mean, Madge and Madonna's already Madge. You got nowhere to go with that, have no, you? Really? Exactly. But exactly. I just like the idea of the yeah, manager Nolsey. backstage being asked questions. Well, you know what, <laughs> what what went right tonight? What didn't go? You know. Anyway, look, it, it does. I may not lead us anywhere. What's wrong with me? Talk sport. <laughs> Got better things to think about, really. A man of my age. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine, and you can tweet to uh, TSH and J this afternoon. You know, Gordon's gone out there. He's done walking on the moon. You know, he's he's done uh, yeah. fields of gold early. What would he? He's be some. No, he'd be, he'd sums. be sums. 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 Yeah, sums has gone out there. Terrific. Um, <laughs> Uh, talksport.com text 81089 tweet TSH in that and being patronised in a sporting environment you can tell us your stories about that today The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've been bringing the sensibilities of a post-match football manager's interview to the world of music, yes. and you've been responding to that. You know, it was because Beyonce Knowles was called Knowlesy, and we just wondered if a manager was backstage saying, you know, Knowlesy was terrific tonight, what can I say, you know. I mean, it doesn't happen. It doesn't she really happen, did really. appeal to all the single ladies tonight. She, yeah, she did. And this one, this is uh, Jammer from Cheltenham taking us back to the opening ceremony of the 94 World Cup. Oh, yeah. It says, look, we're all right behind Rossi after that penalty <laughs> miss. You know, we win together, we lose together. Yeah. You know, she's not struck it well. No. <laughs> Got around then, the goal's fallen apart. And, you know, everything went wrong that could have yeah. gone wrong for Rossi tonight. There so. ain't no mountain higher than we will go with her, you know. That's right, yeah, you know. very much so. Bushy, yes. Kate Bush. Bushy's not playing. <laughs> yeah. Bushy, you know, she's she's done her she's done her babushka, is what it says here. This Phil in Swansea. She has very, done very her nice. babushka. She'll be out for a few weeks. <laughs> She'll definitely be out for a few weeks. Very nice. And um this one from uh Daz. Um yes, uh, Aretha Franklin, of course. Um well she'd be Franks or Franco. Franks. Where are you going, Franco? Franco, I think. Franco, yeah, Franco. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, from our point of view, whatever happens, she's got complete and total... Uh, I can't think of the word. What would it be? She's got our complete and utter... Spell it out, Paul. Well, I, I don't need to. I think it begins with R. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've, when I've, I've, I get patronised by my son, of course, when we're playing FIFA. Yeah. He only scores with uh, headers, and, headers or volleys. And, right. And he plays with a worse team than me. So, uh, uh, Ole in Manchester's been on. I think we should bring Charlie's only score with a header or volley roll into the Premier League. I don't think that is Ollie in Manchester that's uh, sent that. In, but, uh, and uh, this is a good one. As a youngster, I won a table tennis tournament in Pontins in Pakefield, beating all the unbeatable dads who were earlier telling me I'm too young and shouldn't enter as I'll cry when I got beat. After, <laughs> after seven unbeaten <clears throat> matches, all the dads sulked off as I collected my prize against a match. The, the prize was a match against superstar Chester Barnes. There we are. The unbeatable dads should have stayed to watch as I got humiliated by Chester he played with a frying pan and then a bat that was the same size as the ball <laughs> thrashed we thrashed. went we went on holiday years ago oh, and yeah. there was a kind of extended group of people that had come along we didn't know them particularly well but they became part of this extended group we all went yeah. to the same resort and we'd sort of hang out 
together. Yeah. Occasionally go out as a big group with the kids and the parents. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. And they did they had Drink, a drinking club, Paul. Yeah. Well, no, it was, I know what it it is. was wives and kids <laughs> yeah, and everything yeah. like that. But they 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 had sort of certain they were doing you know the way they do in some sort of hotels. I think it was in. Spain or somewhere yeah. in Greece, but they they did these kind of competitions. Oh, I love that. I used to love that as a and, kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they had this competition for like a swimming competition. Mm, yeah. And one of the dads uh, in the phone with us uh, entered this sort of swimming competition, and just a bit of fun. You know, it was quite a lot of kids in it as well. It was all quite mixed, and he won it. He won it. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> against the kids, I got some kids, some adults. Yeah. It was, look, it was a bit. But I'm trying to say, Charlie, that clearly it was a bit of fun. There yeah. were no, there were no classifications in okay. this particular yeah. kids splash about swimming competition. So we went out that evening. He had a bit of a gob on for some reason. <laughs> we didn't quite know why. We thought maybe he'd had a row with the gaffer, yeah. and uh, things were a bit frosty. <laughs> we later discovered. That the prize giving for the swimming competition was in the bar that evening, uh, quite early because a lot of the kids had yeah. to go to bed. But we'd gone out early to eat, and he wasn't happy about it. He wanted to be there, get, wanted to go and get his prize, get his medal. Yeah, oh, medal. Just, yeah, medal's yeah. a medal, Paul. Well, I suppose that, yeah, you don't want to look a medal, but I don't know what it was. But yeah. I mean, but he, yeah, he wasn't happy yeah. that he'd missed out on, on getting it in person. My school had a running club, and we turned up once for the town <laughs> fun run for the schools competition, and mm. which we. We thrashed everyone. It's my secondary school. Yeah. Turned up, we turned, looked around us. Everyone else was a primary school. Oh yeah, <laughs> all these sort of seven-year-old kids like looking at us, like, "Why are you here?" Like angry parents yeah. just hanging around. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Graham in Oxford said, "I used to play squash. One day, a guy I worked with who I played squash in a league had a call to say his opponent couldn't make it. Mm. I played and he thrashed me. The next time his opponent couldn't make it, I offered to play him again. He said, "No, you're right, mate. I'll practice on my own." Oh, well. I didn't even want somebody else there. And there's you no, really there's, smack it against there's the no wall. thrashing like a squash thrashing. If someone no, knows how to play true. squash, you can't get near it. S Club 7 paraphrased. I haven't played squash since, says Graham. So uh, keep there those coming. Are, yeah. Patronised in the sporting arena, whether you were patronised or doing the patronising. Talksport.com. Text 81089, tweet TSH&J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, we turn to the world of penalty shootouts. It's always a joy to talk penalty shootouts. Isn't it? No, it's not. Cup, t- <laughs> Cup time in the West Midlands. Set an English record. Oh, yeah. For uh, the 44 penalties. No. Yeah. It was, was a game twice, for... Twice through both teams. Well, let's, yeah, let's find out. out. Um, uh, old Wolfronians were playing uh, Lane Head in the JW Hunt Cup. Yeah, thanks for that. And uh, <laughs> uh, the Old Wolf's chairman slash secretary, Simon Marsh, uh, joins us now, I believe. Good, good afternoon, Simon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Wow, what about that? I mean, did you know it was British? Uh, a, I mean, it's not the world record. He wasn't far off the world record, though, was it? Uh, no, we didn't know anything at the time. We were just taking penalties for for fun, it seemed, yeah. um, for you know thirty five minutes or so, and then it was only sort of the next day people started looking up and thinking, oh, you know, we haven't seen anything like this before, and yeah. then all hell broke loose, really. Yeah, the um, your your lad plays for the team, so he 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 was on penalty duty as well. Is that right? Uh, yeah, he <clears> was on penalty duty as well, and. and and he got a lot of stick from the team for deciding to take the 11th penalty, oh. even after the goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't put himself forward. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, he missed a couple recently. So I said, look, I don't want to take one. So he, he sort of went 11th. And um, yeah, um, 
he actually scored the 44th and winning penalty. Wow. Um, um, but yeah, he if he'd have gone 10th, the, the 10th penalty, our goalkeeper had a chance to win it and then hit the post. So he got a lot of stick from the team for going after the goalkeeper. Was it was it um you know great penalties or or bad penalties and good goalkeeping or vice versa? Was it a bit of both? I suppose you've had that many penalties, it has to be a bit of both. Well, yeah, uh, to be honest, I only saw the first 22 penalties and the last two penalties. Right. Why was that? Because because in between, I had to go to the chip shop and get the players' food. Of course, of course. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the most important now, now, thing, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely, <clears throat> yeah. They wouldn't have thanked me for coming off after 35 minutes and not having anything to eat no. today. Um, but so, yeah, so I, I came back thinking, well, it's got to be over now. And it was still going on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did it did it stop being nerve wracking? I mean, because you know it gets to five or whatever, yeah. you know, four yeah. or whatever, and then it's sudden death, and everyone's oh, it's nail biting, nail biting. Just make it end, you were shouting, yeah. <laughs> and then well, it goes I, I, on and on and on. I think there was an immense amount of relief from the players when that one actually, when that final one went in, because I think they'd had enough. Then, you know, the skipper had said who'd take the first penalty. Well. If he misses this one, I'm doing a Penenka for the next one. I don't care what happens. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it was... But, yeah, the, after 11 penalties, it was eight all. Right. And then and then both teams scored their next 10 penalties in a row. Wow. So then Lanehead missed their 22nd penalty, mm-hmm. which was the first one they'd missed since penalty number um, 10, first time round. So, um, and... Then fortunately, <coughs> we scored the penalty and go through to the next round. So. Yeah, are you in a higher league than than Lane Head or not? No, no, we're both in similar leagues. We're, right. we're in the we're in West Midland League One. They're in Midland Division Two, but that's both at sort of step seven of non-league. Wow, well, it's great to make British history, isn't it? It's tremendous, absolutely. Yeah, yes. I said no, nobody knew anything about it at the time, and it was just mm. yeah, it, it it was great to be a part of. Or I, I, I don't, although I don't think at the time anybody thought anything of it, as I mm. say, it was just a, a penalty shootout and please will it end. The previous record was 34, which was uh, shared between Chelsea under-23s and Oxford United and Taunton Town and Truro City. Oh, wow. And you're part Truro of the world, City Charlie. Um, but the world record was 48. They weren't far off. KK Palace beat Civic 17-16 in, in a Namibian Cup tie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you almost made the Guinness Book of Records, Simon. Yeah, well, yeah, mm. it was actually that I think you've had yeah, 1918's the highest score ever in, in a penalty shootout. That they, they missed more than us, but they took more. So, ah, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, right. So you, you are claiming a, a record of sorts. And they in well, this in this cup competition, they did away with extra time, so it's straight to pens. Yeah. Well, well, the referee said extra time would have taken shorter. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, isn't it? Would have been quicker to play extra time than to have a penalty shootout. Uh, Simon, no, yeah. Sean, Sean in Salford's <clears throat> just messaged us. He was he's wondering what was the chippy order. Forget about the penalties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the chippy order was uh, twelve bags of chips, and we have two two loaves of bread and butter, and. And obviously, you know, four pots of curry sauce because yeah. you can't have chips without curry sauce. Oh, wow. And the boys, yeah. so cold chips, was it? Or did you get them in the microwave or something? Well, maybe lukewarm by the time yeah. they'd get out of shower. Nothing shower better. Nothing better. <laughs> Good stuff. Great story. Thank you very much for joining Cheers, us, Simon. Simon. All the best. No problem.
Cheers, lads. Thank you. There we are. Simon Marsh from Old Wolfrenians there. And uh, thanks to Steve Gordas, uh, formerly of the Express and Star, to alerting yeah. us to that story. Thank you, Brilliant. Steve. I bet, yeah. they were, I bet they were nervous, Paul. Second time round, stepping up. Yeah. Although if you'd scored first time round, mm. you'd feel a bit... If you've missed, like, if you missed both, like a you know, like a double duck in a king pair, yeah, in cricket. <laughs> oh no! I do love the fact that the ref said extra time would have been quicker. <laughs> it's terrific, isn't it? Yeah, we're asking you about being patronised from a sporting point of view, mm. and I've had a good one here. Uh, Charlie's getting patronised by his son, who now plays him. It's so boring playing Charlie at FIFA for his young lad that he can only score from headers and volleys. His son. Um, and play with a lowly side can play with Charlie's All-Stars and he still beats him um, this has to be one of the best ever says Mark the Wolves fan my brother-in-law uh, played table tennis for England mm-hmm. veterans All right. he told me the full England vet squad once went to China to play uh, a tournament and they got to a sports hall early and uh, having a knock-up and the caretaker of the sports hall asked if he could have oh, a game you can see what's happening here came up against the British number two and beat our man 3-0 <laughs> The caretaker then said he'd played a bit in the past but wasn't good enough to get into the local club side. It's not great, is it? Oh, a good bit of, you know, yeah. getting, in their, getting in their heads early yeah, on. Yeah, what you about know? that? They, they probably good. sent that caretaker in just yeah, to get yeah, into their take heads. Take that broom in. Take right. that broom in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, keep those coming. Patronised from a sporting point of view. I mean, we've heard people ins- insisted that to play tennis with a saucepan <laughs> as opposed to a tennis racket because it wasn't a fair fight with tennis rackets. So, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. And you are telling us about... Uh, this bizarre idea we've had today that um, you could take the kind of the post-match press conference into the world of it's a great idea. I think it's my favourite, my favourite thing you've ever suggested. Paul. Is it blimey? I absolutely love it. Well, we, Adele is Dell, of course. Dell had a terrific game today. Dell, that's right. She's only nineteen, as <laughs> she likes to remind us on her albums. Um, Liza Minnelli, uh, Minners left absolutely everything on that stage tonight. Minners, yeah, unplayable, says uh, well, says Liam. Uh, Mick Hucknall, he's got, I, I, would he be Hucks or would he be Huckers? He'd be Hucks, would he be Hucks? Yeah, you've got to be so yeah, careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, Huckers was simply dreadful. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Comedian, Liverpool fan Alfie Brown's going to pop in and see us a little bit later on. Um, we've got a big night of World Cup qualifying. Yeah, Lauren Price, yeah, we chatted her earlier on, said she'd been in touch with the Wales girls before their game tonight. Uh, England are in action after... Uh, I watched the game against Northern Ireland the yeah, other day. I, I saw the highlights, but yeah, I didn't but, see the whole well, thing. The, yeah. Brighton City was, became quite clear, despite the second half they put in, was not going to be a contest. And I knew that game was on the other side, so I turned over and watched, and it was... Northern Ireland's keeper was heroic and they defensively they were great and had a chance to score we'll talk to Flo about it later yeah. but you did feel once they got one goal England it was going to old floodgates would open normally what happens kinda, isn't it yeah. the heads dropped and that's what happened but anyway we'll fitness talk. tells and it later on and that sort of stuff they're yeah. expected they're expected to get uh, a few goals tonight so we'll chat about that Mark Burcham joins us for QPR Millwall and Canada midfielder now Managing over in Ireland, and we'll played cricket with him, Paul, for the for Talk Sport. Yeah, when we played Talk Sport cricket. I, I don't think you could turn up for Green King. We played Talk Sport I down there, did, but did Birch you? was there, very good cricketer. Was good, was oh, he? Oh, he was very good. Okay, and he played that day, didn't he? Yeah, he wasn't very good. He had a bad over. That day, he had a bad day. Normally a decent bowler. But I know, he had but a bad he had a bad. Day, I think he got knocked for thirty six that day. But look, <laughs> I don't like to bring it up. He's I know you don't. He doesn't thank you for it. <laughs> 
So, uh, we're going to talk... Um, first, we're asking you a couple of things. We're looking to bring the, the rock and roll sensibilities uh, into the post-match <laughs> press conference. People have conference. been really funny, Paul. Post-gig today. press conferences, and Steve's got in touch, and he's, he said that it offers a difficulty when you've got three brothers. You know, the Bee Gees back in the day would have oh, been yeah. Gibbo, Gibbsy, and Gib Aldinho. Yeah. I don't think they would have been. They would have been Mo, Bazza, and Robbo. Yeah, lovely, Mo, yeah. We course, had a chat yeah. with Mo, Bazza, and Robbo. <laughs> What a what a gig they did for us this evening. Yeah. So you're bringing a few of those into the to play. So um, we turn then yeah to the FA Vars, lovely, and it, it, it's thrown up some interesting matches. Lovely and stuff, the one yeah. that really took our eye was uh, British Airways versus Gatwick. Exactly. I mean, it's a huge derby. Port is there a bigger derby? In the uh, aeronautive world, <laughs> well, I, I've got, I have absolutely uh, no idea. Uh, we'll we'll find out. Have now. they ever well, played? They, have they ever played each other before? I mean, it's, it's almost it's it's home game because British Airways fly at Gatwick as well as <laughs> as well as Heathrow. <laughs> yeah, of course, so yeah. It's not Heathrow it's not, versus of course not Gatwick. Heathrow v Gatwick, is it? I'm, I'm getting it wrong. EasyJet v British Airways would be the one, wouldn't it? If EasyJet had a team, let's speak, if they do. Let's, let's find out. Well, let's speak to the chairman of British Airways FC. <laughs> Um, it's Raymond Pike. Good afternoon, Raymond. Hello. Yeah. How, How yeah, often, though, good. when you're trying to get a table in a flash restaurant, you say, uh, "Yes, Raymond Pike, you're the chairman of British Airways," and you keep the I FC, guess. you keep the FC quiet. That's fantastic, yes, sir. Table for two, <laughs> top table. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tell us a bit about the team. Who, who, who are the players? Are they all players who sort of work in various ways for the airline? No, no. Nowadays they're not. Um, many a bit like years, the Met, many bit like the Met Police, oh, in the yeah. way that you used Vauxhall to be. Yeah. Motors. Yeah, yeah. Many many years ago, of course, everyone had to work for the airline to be eligible. Uh, but nowadays, as part of British Airways clubs, um, we we can play who we like. Yeah. Um, um, and we've got a good uh, group of players at the moment uh, who have been some of which have been with us uh, for a number of years. We have a couple of BA people um, who who do play. Um, I've been part of British Airways uh, football section set up since about nine, believe it or not, since about 1968 when I started. First first starting for BEA, Um, so um, got a long, long history with with the with the airline and the club. Of course, they could smoke on the pitch then yeah. in the sixties. <laughs> you could smoke. You could smoke on the pitch. You can't. You, know, you can't, can't anymore. You can't do that. Can't now, do can that. You? Yeah, um, Just... We could also kick people as well. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it must have been great when this when this came out. I mean, you know, there was a lot of names in that hat. So for so for Gatwick what? to come out, are they in the same boat as you? Are they? Are they? Um, they're or not necessarily same, Gatwick same, workers. Uh, no, no, I, I suspect that there will be a lot of um, local people in the Gatwick area associated not only with British Airways out mm. of Gatwick, um, but with the airline industry in general. Um, and we, and we, of course, will have lots of airline people and BA clubs members in the Gatwick area. We'll be reaching out to them t- to attend the game. Obviously, we'll, we'll have our contingent from the Heathrow area. And um, we're really looking forward to the game. Um, they are they are a little bit uh, higher than us in terms of um, step the step system. About twenty thousand feet, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we normally we normally fly at thirty seven, so that you're probably talking about EasyJet now. Oh, you? okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. club rivalry, yeah, lovely, lovely dig. Yeah, it's there, a shame yeah. that's not an airlines league. Yeah, really lovely, isn't, isn't it? Really, half time you'd have one of those massive Toblerones. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets a small small packet of pretzels. Everyone would smell amazing. Yeah, they, 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 they and, and would. A nice, yeah. nice glass 
Yeah, lovely. It'd be yeah. brilliant, wouldn't it? There we are. So you've not played against um, the Crawley Down Gatwick, they're called. You've not played against them before in any competitions, no? No, no, we haven't. Um, we're, uh, very, we're looking forward to it, obviously, because of the uh, connection, of course, uh, with with the two airports. And hopefully, we'll be. Um, I'll be having a chat with the relevant officials from Crawley Down, yeah. and hopefully, we can share a few stories. Oh, it's got an, an it's got an annual <laughs> Boxing Day fixture written all over it, isn't it? Just beautiful. Well, it's, yeah, it's a shame it wasn't on Boxing Day, but there we are. Um, uh, but then again, we're really looking forward to it. We've had a good run so far. We've played three games. Yeah, We beat, we beat Dunstable Town who, uh, in a, uh, a step uh, five side. Yeah. We beat Desborough Town a step five side. And now we've beaten Epson and Yule, cool. who are really flying high at the moment in, yeah. their, in their league. So Dunstable Town, well. once managed by Barry Fry, of course, wasn't yeah, he? Was that the same really. side? And Bestie turned out for him, didn't oh, he? Did Back he? In the, you probably remember having been around since the late 60s, uh, yes, uh, but Raymond. We- we played against uh, George Best out in Florida on one of our many trips uh, wow. that we enjoy abroad. So, um, of course, cheap flights. Air miles, isn't it? Air, air miles. miles. <laughs> the air miles must be great. Play, play, all like. the players have played in air miles. Real, real <laughs> way and got the Seychelles away next week. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. you have you ever got, you've gone on little sort of, you've gone on overseas tours then at the BA team and done a bit of that? Lots. We did, uh, actually we did uh, the Seychelles in 1979 oh. and 1980. Um, and also the Far East and America and all over Europe. And so we've had. You, it really must be easy for you to attack, attract players, Raymond, when they're, when that sort of stuff's yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Come and play for BA. So. You get some brilliant yeah. trips. That would be fantastic. O- only if you only if you're employed by British Airways, yeah. I'm afraid. Oh, okay. But and if, um, if, you let, if you let a player go, do you go when the exits are here, here? <laughs> <laughs> You're going through the card. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying kid. to work it through, Paul. You're going through the card, Charlie. You know, I knew you'd just before a lot. we land. I saw you writing a lot of things down before <laughs> Raymond came yeah, on. Now I know what they were. If they play, if they play for us, they can turn left. If they don't, they have to turn right. Oh, oh so he's, he's joined got in them now. As well, we were all there. He's joined in now. <laughs> so, um, is it your place or is it a Gatwick? No, it's at uh, Gatwick Down on the 20th, 20th of November. Right. So, Ian Murray's uh, asked, uh, who plays on the wing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no one wants to play on the wing. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. They don't play. the wingless wonders, which is not yeah. great, is it? So, uh, lovely. Well, fantastic. Well, we, 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 got, we got Ben Clargo in the, co- in the cockpit in goal, OK? Oh, ben- okay lovely. There we go. Ben but Clark- the, just seriously, the vase is huge for... For clubs like yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my local uh, town, Wallingford Town, they had a great win on penalties on Saturday right. in a, against a team slightly against Ascot United, yeah. and it's it's huge for a, for a small town when their yeah. when their team you know and and Wembley being the the ultimate prize. It is indeed. I think another five games to go, um, and Wallington Town, I must say, they. Um, <laughs> They are a very good team, and I believe they beat us only the other week. It was, in fact, it was the last game we lost uh, eight games ago. So since then, we've won five and drawn three. So we're on a good run at the moment. Stuff. And we're going into this with a little bit of, you know, well, we'll see. When is the day. game? When is the game then, Roman, finally? 20, 20th of November. <clears throat> right, OK. Three, three o'clock and, um, yeah, we're really looking out. Uh, legacy fans called it El Business Classico. El, Bus- El Business Classico is very good. Very nice. I, I, yeah, can, nice. I can see the headlines now. Yeah, yeah. it's lovely stuff. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Great um, stuff. Good, good to talk to you. Thanks for good luck, Raymond. Thanks for joining us. Lovely. Thank you for asking me to come on the show. There yes. we are, Raymond Pike, the chairman of British Airways FC, taking back on if Gatwick. They win. And hey, 
They've got to go to Stansted and get something. <laughs> It'd be great, wouldn't it? Skip hole in the old European Cup. Prestwick away. Yeah, yeah, they've got to go to John Gets Lennon. Off. It won't be easy for them. It's good, isn't it? The old I airports, it. Oh, airports uh, football teams. Love it, Paul. We'll take, we'll take your airport football teams all day, surely, won't we, Paul? Losing, 10, the, losing the kit on the way to the ground. Turns up in Nairobi. We're <laughs> 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 only driving from Heathrow to Gatwick. Turned up in Nairobi. And then only that. Took me four days to get it back. If they get, I'm sure I was a pair of underpants down. <laughs> Anthony Holmes has said if they get relegated with their parachute payments. <laughs> lovely, yeah, I lovely think we, stuff. We've, if we haven't absolutely rung the very last we'll drop take, out we'll of that We'll take chat. everything you've got on it. We'll Crackers take everything you've joining. got. 8, 10, 10, 89. Will the stadium stewards at the BA Gatwick Bain be pointing out the emergency exits yeah, pre-match? Well, yeah, they could. It's going to happen, isn't it? We're going to get crossover. Thank you, Crackers. So uh, if, if you've got anything to add to Gatwick versus yeah. BA, apart from the, the, fan, the ultras behind the goal, the BA ultras, give us a B, <laughs> give us an A. And what have you got? What's the point? Um, <laughs> so keep them coming Talksport.com Text 81089 Tweet TSH&J Alfie Brown joins us in the studio Brilliant. Comedian Liverpool fan Very shortly The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast Amongst all the doom and gloom Of the Manchester United fans On the station and Maybe we just haven't had Enough Liverpool fans um, Who are in a good mood no. We're going to put that right now They're in a great season Comedian Liverpool fan Alfie Brown joins us in the studio. Alfie, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that that was uh, was that right up there. So you've been a Liverpool fan for a long time. Is it right up there in terms of results? Uh, I can't really remember anything. I I, or I don't really believe it, or I feel like when I was watching it, I remember thinking to myself, "Is there something I can do that will sort of stimulate my memory faculty in a kind of more." <laughs> potent way can I remember this more than I normally can I do something to feel can I slow time can I yeah. it was just so um, utterly fantastic and every sort of single thing that you've predicted or any every single bit of analysis that you've uh, had about uh, anything or the way football's going it seemed so uh, validating as well as just being so much fun yeah, yeah. so much fun Imagine being there when you're in yeah. that end and you're oh, yeah. there and you've had some tough times in the past and you're 5-0 up and you're crowing it's, it's yeah. nothing, and then no they better score feeling. and it's ruled out and they it's, hit the bar like, and they just can't get one tough in as just, a home fan just but, beautiful oh I know I remember being in the away end at the Etihad for when we went a Klopp's first trip there I think and we mm. won 4-1 yeah yeah and I mean the, the spirit of uh, you know being in the away and how exciting it is to be part of the madness and also the type of fan that you get at the away game is such a distilled kind of maniac uh, <laughs> that you just end up kind of headbutting everybody and kissing them and it's uh, <laughs> so sort of romantic and violent you, you watched though you, I was interested in where you watched it because you live in London don't you yeah. but, but you told me you went to a, a Liverpool pub to watch it I, I didn't know such a thing existed uh, well right near where you were performing and you were yes. marvellous my ad that's very kind yeah. um, didn't bring it up for that reason oh okay. uh, yeah you say that now <laughs> <laughs> you were marvellous right. darling yeah. tell, and, us, tell uh, us about the pub uh, it was fantastic <laughs> uh, it was um, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's the Stapleton Tavern in Finsbury Park and it's got a good uh, there are certain pubs that have allegiances to certain yeah. uh, also the Black Horse in Hounslow oh what a pub. Uh, another Liverpool fo- uh, pub with great um, Indian food. Anyway. I think I'd, I could, should start an app for, yeah, this, yeah, uh, good, for the Liverpool uh, supporting <laughs> football uh, London-based fan. 
anyway, uh, yeah, the atmosphere was great. And there are people there that we've shared moments and had memories with from the past, like, you know, the uh, the, the Kiev Champions League run and stuff like that. Uh, and to see, like, the faces that you recognise from then. And then you go out and, you know, with a bunch of blokes who you barely know and talk rubbish and drink. Martinis, I think it was, in 2017. Uh, 18, sorry. Yeah, great, martinis. great evening. I love a martini. The pub as I know, but that's very Well, nice. we went to a very bar nice. down the road to oh, okay. uh, get... I was on the Hemlock that night <laughs> in Madrid. Not quite, such, not quite such happy memories. <laughs> Mead. Two pints of Hemlock, mate, when you're ready. Yeah. So you but it's want, a brilliant, yeah. brilliant season, Alfie. And, and, you know, I think there's three teams that can, that can win it. How how are you feeling? How are you feeling positivity wise? Um, you know, it's great. I'm really enjoying it. And I mean, if you, I feel nervous and sick and uh, <laughs> uh, anxious and uh, and and, but also full of. Like, I feel like I'm at the like thirty from thirty four. I'm like at the perfect age. Mm. Like I'm um I'm currently a father of uh, 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 uh well uh, you know many children it turns out but um too, too many <laughs> three that you know of three that yeah. I three that I know of of course <laughs> and uh, my eldest who's just I took him to Anfield for a preseason friendly his first game but I sort of feel bad that like it's never ever going to be this it no. could never be this good this ever is again it. this is it so I really am grateful that I'm 34 like the height of my uh capacity to be able to enjoy this but also feel slightly I think I might you know if I'm going to brainwash him, I might brainwash him in another direction. Maybe he'd make a great Brentford fan, my son. I think. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's, yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad wagon. Leighton Orient too. Yeah, Leighton Orient. Great, great team to support. The yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Yeah, give I them that might, as well. Yeah, give him that. I mean, geographically, you have to think, don't you? If you're going to hitch him to a team, then make one they can probably get to with their mates. Yeah. That isn't, you know. This isn't something that was taken into account. And yeah. much as I've tried to move my family up to Liverpool for many reasons, uh, it being you know a gorgeous and brilliant city. Uh, I have always failed. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was never really given the option. My my grandparents and my family on my mum's side all from Liverpool, so I mm. I had that given to me, thrust upon me, uh, in the 90s when it didn't really feel like such... So you still got family up there, have you? Uh, well, no, they're, they're dead, no. Uh, oh. But, uh... oh, I'm sorry, I didn't want to bring, <laughs> want to bring everybody down. I'll bring everybody down. Keep it light. Keep it light, everybody. We're all enjoying the football. No, 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 but that's just what happens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, oh, it so is. you can't... You Inevitably... Can't. You there's no yeah. getting around it. No. Um, wherever you're from, uh, so yeah, no, uh, I, I, my mother is from Liverpool, uh, mm. but she uh, came to London in the '80s and uh, lost her accent because yeah. you know in the '80s you could be, uh, you know, if you wanted to work on the BBC in the '80s you could be a woman or from Liverpool, but don't be both. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you are touring, Alfie. You're touring extensively next year, but you uh, you got some shows at Soho coming up as well. Yeah. I've Soho got Theater. my Soho Theatre run starting on the eighth of November, and I urge you if you like the cut of my jib yeah. uh, to buy a ticket uh, for the Wednesday but any day really but you know you can come on the Wednesday if you want to sounds like the Wednesday struggling Wednesday. no Wednesday's not struggling okay. but um, you know Mike Big Time from Big Time TV is coming yeah. in oh, and uh, okay. really wanting to like my stuff and when, and when you Tough and obviously when you, yeah. you when you put your cards on the table about the team you support you probably won't get a lot of United fans coming Based on the last five minutes, but I think you might find Liverpool fans will be flying in there. Well, they get behind, what I'm really get behind one of their own. The, I'm doing quite a big venue in Manchester, so uh, hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully that does start they're, they're to pick up. They're putting a coach. They're a coach from Liverpool. It'll, I think it'll be City fans mainly. Yeah, that's, um, that's all right. Or, you, or, go you know, Man United 
fans with a sense of humour. If if that's not an oxymoron, <laughs> see that's not helping. If you've, yeah. never seen, if you've never seen Alfie live, his his construction of his jokes is absolutely fantastic. He do, there's no subject. Was he as good as you last oh, weekend? He's, he's much better than me. There's okay. no subject he won't shy away from. Right. And uh, but he uses a forensic eye on the jokes, and he's a brilliant performer. Annoyingly. Uh, um, just charismatic and just wow. very, very talented. We'll put that on the posters, annoyingly charismatic. Very bad. That's so do really, go, really do go and see him, is what I'm saying. Lovely, yeah, lovely, lovely of you to say kidding. that in such uh, glowing terms. Thanks very much indeed. I appreciate that. Good to see you. Really good to see yeah, you. Yeah, and thanks very much for popping in. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. Alfie Brown, going to, so where's the best place to get tickets, Alfie? Where, where can people go? Uh, they could go to alfiebrowncomedian.com. Yeah. Uh, and they could also just go to Alfie Brown Comedian across all social media platforms, including my YouTube channel, which has my podcast the Alfie Brown show on yeah, it look at that. and has a uh, cricket if anybody likes cricket oh, yeah, web we series coming oh, up called Cricket in All Corners we right. didn't get to that oh Euro- yeah we did European cricket, cricket. Yeah, cause another you were, time you were at the European Cricket League we were watching I was watching at the European Cricket Championship that's yeah. the episode uh, we did an episode there we also did an episode at the Shipping Cricket Club in uh, uh, Ely in Scotland uh, where we watched the first ever uh, beach test cricket match. Wow, uh, excellent. The, the Shipping Cricket Club versus the Battersea Badgers. And the Battersea Badgers were subject to a cull that day. Oh, <laughs> no <okay>. spoilers, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, good to get that joke in, isn't it? Very nice. Good. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, so do subscribe, Alfie Brown Comedian. Uh, everywhere, nice YouTube, one. And uh, if Instagram. you want to keep, if you're a Liverpool fan, wants to keep reveling in uh, that victory, um, I was watching a little excerpt of your appearance on Adam Rose uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, and it, you'll enjoy that. So go and check that out and see Alfie on that as well. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see. Thanks, you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Alfie Brown. There, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talksport, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Let me see you Thursday, Paul. Uh, yes, I will for the Thursday. birthday spread. I'll see you in Manchester, Manchester, Charlie. We're in Manchester. Yeah. Birthday spread from. Lots of great guests join us. Birthday spread live from the National Football Museum ahead of the uh, women's draw for the European Championships that are held in England next year. Um, And Andy's back tomorrow and we'll have Tim Vickery and all the regular stuff. So join us if you can, if not podcast available at round 4.30. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.